Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com. One place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Uh, welcome to It Could Happen Here, a podcast where we talk about things falling apart. And this week we're talking about our ability to have things that that don't get co-opted by uh, fascists falling apart. Garrison, hello. Take us, take us away. Yes. So today we w- we're going to talk about kind of why maybe it's great not to cede any aesthetic ground to fascists anytime it's uncomfortable um and to do so we've brought on uh someone who i found on twitter who wrote a very very great article about some kind of ongoing debate and drama around like anarchist symbols um and fascists trying to use symbols um uh but i'm we are talking to uh black ram hello hey how's how's things i'm 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 actually i'm actually doing okay i've been i've been looking forward to this chat for a while so yes, if um if people are unfamiliar, it looks like the past few weeks people have really freaked out about uh an eight pointed star. People really really seem concerned about it. Um, yeah, and- this has a lot tied in with what's been happening in Ukraine because, as always happens when there's a new story that has anything to do with the the far right, um people got acquainted with some symbols that they had not been aware of before, particularly yeah. the the Sonnenrad which is a common symbol that you'll see on members of the Azov Battalion, kind of some other far-right organizations in Ukraine, as well as elsewhere. You know, the uh, the Christchurch shooter wore a son and rad. And then they started identifying all sorts of things that they felt looked like son and rads everywhere yeah. on the internet. And things kind of spiraled from there. 
Well, and I think there's actually a little bit more to it than that. Well, we'll we're going to get yeah. into we're yeah. going to get into Black Ram's article here shortly. But yeah, I kind of first want to just briefly go through. I think why it's this kind of why this debate happened now, because the debates happened before, but it's never gotten this like intense. A, a big part of this is tied to uh, Russia's invasion of Ukraine and everyone wanting to play like Where's Waldo with symbols being like, can you spot the sun in red on the on the pictures of the Azov battalion? Um, and I think the other so like so everyone's already kind of looking for symbols uh, as like a fun game. But the other thing that's kind of happening is because of the Russia Dugan connection. Dugan's like a political uh, fascist writer who's a very influential inside Russia. Um, but because of the Russia Dugan connection, uh, some people are now seeing uh, Dugan's symbol, the Eurasian uh, square, for the first time, right? And now that they've seen the square, they're seeing anarchists using the Chaos Star, which looks a little similar. They're they're not the same. But they're because they just because they just learned about the Eurasian Square. Now they're seeing the Chaos Star, and they've never really noticed the Chaos Star before. Maybe they're st they just don't really care about what symbols random people use. But now that they see the Eurasian symbol and they see the Chaos Star, they're making this connection here, and they think this is a new development, right? They think this is like like they're they're asking themselves like why are anarchists suddenly using this fascist symbol, um, which they either think to themselves or they think out loud on Twitter.com. Uh, which is really rich because I mean anarchists have been using the Chaos Star longer than Dugan's been using his Eurasian Square, and if you have been watching anarchists for any amount of time on the internet, I know you you would have seen them using the Chaos Star. Um, it's not a, it's not a new development by any means, but because everyone's trying to like where's Waldo and osent their way through the war, they're they're kind of drawing these uh, false connections. Which is kind of unfortunate because there is actually some interesting things to talk about in terms of how Dugan did kind of uh, base his design off of uh, Michael Moorcock's uh, Chaos Star and a whole bunch of stuff around like why anarchists use the Chaos Star. And, you know, there's a, whole, there's, there's a nice debate ha to be had there around fascists always inserting themselves in these subcultures and trying to gain ground, whether it be like the punk scene, the industrial music scene, uh, you know, online gaming, right? Fascists always try to do this. Uh, just often we want to we try to push back on that, right? Like Nazi punks fuck off, but it seems sp specifically with the Chaos Star, a whole bunch of people just want to cave and let them kind of take this symbol, which is I don't I think not not a not a great instinct. Um, but to to kind of to kind of talk about this and other kind of background stuff, uh, like I said, we brought on uh Black Ram, hello, uh, to help to help talk about this. So yeah. What kind of prompted you to write your article, I guess, on, um, you know, watching this debate kind of go down? What, what kind of actually just like, what was, the, what was the straw that broke the camel's back and being like, okay, now I need to write like a decently long article on this topic? I think I've said this on like, uh, on, uh, on Twitter a little while before writing the actual article. But um, I think the, uh, the, the spark was a thread from a guy you may or may not have seen him around. He's like somebody. He's like, well, Demsock, but 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 he has like anarchist leading on his bio, which I guess sort of which I guess sort of communicates the idea that he would probably like anarchism if he did not consider it to be impractical. Sure. Yeah. But anyways, I actually I kind of wavered on the idea of covering it at all. I thought it would I thought it would only go for like a few days, and it was sort of a Johnny come lately by maybe a day or so admittedly but i figured it would be sort of ephemeral but 
there's things I sort of kept seeing. But in the midst of writing it, there was like some tanky who went even further and made the link to the Chaos Star. And I think it was the logo of the Sith Empire from certain Star Wars yeah. media. Yeah, we'll talk, we'll talk about that. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's, it's like, well, it's like, well, one has six lines and they're not even arrows. They're just like uh, blocks in like a sort of hexagonal shape. But it's like the same guys really like the idea that the logo of the Ukrainian armed forces is actually the Iron Cross. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, a big chunk of this, I, I think kind of the prehistory of why this became such a specific problem started with kind of unite the right in the period after that, where you had all these new fascist groups on the ground in the United States, and they all had their symbols. And, I, you know, I was a part of this to, to, to the degree that there's some culpability here. Um, a, a number of researchers, including myself, were warning people like, hey, there's some like symbols that people are are taking to right-wing gatherings, and they're claiming to be normal conservatives. And these are these are symbols of groups like the Phineas Priesthood or groups like different kind of fascist organizations, and you might not be aware uh, of them. And so you should know what kind of these, you know, the Kekistan flag or whatever means, because people are trying to kind of signpost their sympathy to these extreme groups. And that I think that was important because the, the, those people were legitimate problems, and um, they were trying to kind of stealthily hide their very radical right-wing sympathies behind some like obscure uh, images. But the problem is that it got a lot of people looking, not just looking for fascist symbols and everything, but also looking for the clout that comes from like pointing something like that out. And I think that's, that's kind of the root of a lot of these, these problems. And it's not surprising that it happened with Dugan's symbol that there's no absolutely not <laughs> um because it, it does like uh, again if you're just like kind of a casual observer it does look a lot like the chaos star and it, and, an, and it makes an eight-pointed star with arrows yeah and it makes sense if you know anything about dugan's philosophy du- alexander dugan is a um essentially a russian political theorist and author um there's a lot that's kind of said about how close he is to putin he certainly was at one point closer to putin there's a lot of debate as to whether or not Putin kind of saw him as more of like a useful uh, uh, person to kind of – a useful propaganda organ or or whether or not he really bought into what Dugan was saying. But Dugan is and was a really big advocate of like what, what he called like multipolar um, yeah. uh, international politics. Yeah, multipolarity, which is this idea that like the United States – should not be a um, the hegemonic power in the world, right? Which it kind of was after the fall of the Soviet Union. It's this idea that there should be a bunch of equivalent powers, um, which is, number one, you can see how a lot of folks on the left would be drawn in by that, even if they weren't particularly fans of, of Putin. Just the idea that like, oh, well, yeah, it's it's been a problem that the United States is this massive hegemonic power. Perhaps it would be better if there were a bunch of equivalent powers, um, and, and it's one of those things where there's a logic to that, but it does kind of require ignoring all of the times in the past when we had a multipolar world and there was tremendous violence. <laughs> there's a root error in this sort of pathway, which sort of like refuses to deal with imperialism as a global system. Yeah. The reason that's a hang up is because once you, once you think of imperialism as a global system, you at you then have to move on to the idea that. It's a global system that then has to be dismantled globally. Yeah. You can't quite do that with camp because it implicates nations that are supposed to serve as like 
moments of world historic progress against like hegemonic capitalism. And it is one of those spooks of the mind that people kind of have to do away with, which the anarchist movement sort of does pretty successfully, because that mostly comes from the fact that it starts off from the position of like the state as an actual sort of structural presence. It's sort of funny that like the Marxist argument is usually down to like hyper-focus on the state and hierarchy is idealist, which is odd when you consider that hierarchy and the state are very much material in the same way that capitalism itself is. So it's like, a, it's it feels more like a sort of argument that's like, a, well, well, my materialism is the materialism. Your materialism is in fact a form of idealism. I think with with that, we're going to go on a, a quick, a quick, uh, quick ad break, and then we're going to come back. And I think we should probably now talk about like the origins of the Chaos Star and, and Michael Moorcock and Discordianism. Um, and then we'll kind of get into the kind of current, current debate on it uh, some more. So Ooh. yeah, anyway, here's, here's, here is some, uh, here's some uh, ads for your ears coming in through the earwaves. Pride from Tomboy X, celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women, creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection, obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through six X. Visit tomboyx.com. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K. Basic.com. Oh, yeah. Yep. It's time. It's time mm-hmm. to talk about it's more time talk. for more. Okay. Well, you beat me to it. <laughs> That's right. So, <laughs> so um, I guess, uh, uh, Black Rab, you, you actually did a pretty good succinct kind of things on how the Chaos Star came into being initially uh, via Michael Moorcock. Uh, do you want to just like as brief, briefly talk about kind of how he came up with the symbol for his uh, books and stuff. 
Okay, so full disclosure, I haven't really read the books themselves. I have I, not either. Uh, I've, 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 I've read some Michael Moorcock. A lot of what a lot of my familiarity from him is pretty secondhand. One of the main things of that is Sirifungal being like this this sort of eighties band that I sort of think back to. Yeah. Since their whole vibe is Moorcock's works. But 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 anyways, the reason why the Chaos Star is the shape that it is is because what it's supposed to represent is meant to extend outward endlessly. Yeah. The counter symbol for order is a single a single upward pointing arrow. Voted yes. with funny enough, when I thought about that, I thought about the Tiwaz rune or like tier. It doesn't really have the same meaning, but it's like upward pointing arrow in a symbolic context. That's the other example I have. Yeah. But but that upward pointing arrow signifies a straight and narrow expression of where possibility goes, where potential sort of goes, which creates structure. The, the, the Chaos Star, by contrast, has like the eight directions are meant to represent all directions in a circular sort of space, like a compass of sorts. And the energy and the potential and possibility goes out in all of them with no set path, no definite limit, no boundaries. It just goes, it just sort of goes out there. It's little wonder why the Chaos Magic movement embraced it for a very similar set of reasons. Yep. Since even, because even though it is kind of a myth that there's absolutely no rules in Chaos Magic, what is true is that you can explore very, uh, a very, very broad and like almost limitless range of like practical possibilities within that movement, yeah. in that sort of, within that sort of framework. Yeah. It's a it's a very like post structuralist postmodern view of it, but yeah, postmodern like, is how I've heard it described. And kind of getting back to the like what Moorcock was in brief, because I do think we need to kind of give an overview of who he is. Yes, um, he he's still alive. Um, last I checked, at least uh, he, is he is alive. I, I I heard him talking at an anarchist yeah. uh, sci-fi conference a few weeks ago. If, if you didn't immediately know who he was, he is the most influential fantasy author you have not heard of. He 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 is like a George R R Martin level of influence, uh, if not significantly more so. Like he he's he some people will say he's the most influential fantasy author since Tolkien. Um, and uh, among his, you, you've, you've noted the band Sirith Ungol. If you've, if you've been a fan of war, of any of the Warhammer games, um, he's a huge influence on that because the thing that he created was kind of the, the concept of chaos as a, a sort of religious entity. And I'm not going to get into like the depths of the lore in his books, but a lot of it is about kind of the struggle between order and chaos. Um, and so the chaos star Ha, it, it, he he created that specifically like for this kind of theological like conflict that occurs throughout his books and it became the symbol of like one of the sides in Warhammer and this very like there's tens of thousands of people who have the chaos star tattooed on them not because of Warhammer but or not because of um any political reason or because of chaos magic because they were fans of like Warhammer 40,000 or whatever yeah and it's in- interesting because in the same time, when I first got into anarchist political theory, before long before I, I considered calling myself one, it was because I came across a book published by AK Press. Um, I think I bought it in 2007 called No Gods, No Masters. And it was it's a collection. A, a lot of people have a copy of this book in, in their house if they're into anarchist theory. It's like a collection of early anarchists, like people like Prudhon, 
um, essays on like kind of the first wave of anarchist political theory. And it has a chaos star on the cover um, because number one, Michael Moorcock is an anarchist, um, is a, is a, uh, like as an, like is both an author and someone who identifies as an anarchist. Politically, and, yeah. Yeah, politically. And so his books ha- were particularly popular among anarchists um, who don't always get a lot of chunks of pop culture <laughs> to themselves. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and so he's he's it, it, it was kind of from the beginning, both this nerdy fantasy symbol that you could see you could you could put alongside a bunch of different shit from the Lord of the Rings. Not to I love the Lord of the Rings, but like you you could see it as like sit like like somebody having a tattoo in Elvish. But it also took on almost immediately this dual meaning where it was actually representing aspects of anarchist political theory. And so it was put yep. and printed on like books that were about political theory and had nothing to do with fantasy. So it's I can't actually I cannot actually think of another symbol with a similar pedigree. It's it's a really pretty unique case. It is it is because it's it's less of like an anarchist symbol but more a symbol created and used by anarchists. Like it was yeah. like it, it was it was it was invented by an anarchist. Um, it was a, it, it was a symbol invented by an anarchist to represent something in fiction that had such resonance that people adopted it as an actual political symbol. Yeah. It honestly like, uh, it honestly doesn't require that much reach to see no. why people who would buy people who like the idea of there being no hierarchy and no state, mm-hmm. even if not total freedom, there's still like the most range that you could get that results in that negation. It yeah. doesn't take a lot of elaboration to see why the symbol expressly meant for the symbol of chaos would gain traction. Yeah. Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, I was talking with Margaret Kiljoy about this a while ago, and she was like, yeah, like if you were in the 2000s and you were like a traveling crust punk, at least like 25% of people would have chaos star tattoos because yeah. that's because that like it's about yeah ex- expanding out in all directions you know you you're uh, the those the single arrow is law and order instead we're expanding out ever in in every possible way yeah um, so, i mean i have a chaos star tattooed on me and i i it, it's a it, it's it's for primarily ideological reasons as opposed to the fact that i spent my entire childhood <laughs> playing warhammer <laughs> um so so yeah, it's. I think now. So it is worth mentioning. So the Chaos Star was invented in the '60s by Michael Moorcock. Of course, there is. There's been other eight-pointed stars over the course of thousands of years of history. Yes, Jesus, um, of course. It is. It is. It is like a broad, like geometrical shape. Um, Every kind of star has meant something. <laughs> yes, but the the specific design was was made was made by Michael Moorcock. Um, and then because of because of Moorcock's like anarchist tendencies in fiction, his work was used or at least appreciated by a lot of the Discordians, which is also popular around the. 60s, a lot of the situationists. Um, and then as the Discordian and situationist movement kind of morphed and started to kind of intermingle with parts of occultism, we have the Chaos Magic movement starting in the late 70s, which started also using the the Chaos Star, which makes sense because like what Robert, you, you were talking about how it's like it's all like it's almost like personifying chaos as like a thing to worship. Um, which is actually a big part of early Chaos Magic text, is is like like reveling in the idea of like chaos as like a primordial god which there's there's a lot of primordial gods um in like the actual like world you know like if you look like through through histories of various cultures like chaos is one of the original primordial gods so it is there is a big part of that in early chaos magic books about kind of looking at chaos as this like this very ancient force that should be kind of respected and i think that that is a 
that is a big part of why the Chaos, Chaos Magicians started using uh, the the star. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of crossover between like sci-fi writers like Robert Anton Wilson um, and Michael Moorcock, who then Robert Anton Wilson was very influential in the Chaos Magic movement. So you you can see how this gets carried over from like anarchist sci-fi to Chaos Magic, and then because it's in Chaos Magic, it gets way more visibility. So then it starts then you start seeing it inside more more like underground anarchist scenes, um, and then. So around around this time, Dugan was starting his political career, and he was he was he was dabbling in a lot of various like occult circles himself. Right now, he's he's more of like a traditionalist, uh, like a more like a Christian traditionalist. That is kind of his primarily that is his like his that is his primary kind of occult um, interest. As long as it can be called a cult. Yeah, it's 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 not it's not worth getting too much into the weeds on on Dugan at this point. I think people, but I, I think it's it's, it's worth yeah. mentioning. Like like he like he because he obviously did rip the he did take inspiration from the Chaos Star to make his own version of it. Yeah, he's um, certainly a because guy he who was had in those same circles, occultic leanings and and an, a degree of knowledge. I think again, like with a lot of things, a lot of things about Dugan are overstated, including his like closeness to Putin because he's yeah. this really easy. In part because he's like so prolific and and there's a lot available on him in English. It's really easy to kind of tie everything happening in in Russia to Dugan to, to him. Um, yeah. yeah, and I think that's kind of a, a degree of what's happening here. There's a website I've forgotten the name of, but I think it had like a bunch of like online reproduction of Dugan's various writings from the '90s. All sorts of weird shit about occultism, and yeah, and, and yet I do think that there's a very obvious gulf between the Dugan of that weird eccentric, like esoteric Nazi sort of phase of like his relative youth versus today where he frames his entire rationale for multiplorality as a kind of Christian, a Christian crusade against a hegemony that he legitimately believes to be a satanic empire. He has basically said that, and it's not the only thing he considers satanic. Like, it, I, I, we, we should point out that like one of the one of the main forces that were uh, that were going like against Pussy Riot were Eurasianists at that at that time, and he called them like devils and witches, and taught his followers to show up with pitchforks. People in the West don't really understand them, so you get guys like well, you get both Alexander Reed Ross describing him as an adherent of chaos magic, and some guy from the National Review referring to him as the leader of a satanic cult somehow. Yeah. And and boy, I mean, there's a long history of people liking to flat liking to flatten um fascist movements with an occultic tradition to just satanism. We're not going to talk about that at length, but it <laughs> whenever whenever you hear people talking about a problem and like they reduce it to it's satanists, you should be a little on edge because usually they're wrong or at least incomplete. Um, and they just have have kind of over anyway. We we don't need to get terribly into that. The but. only only reason I wanted to bring that up is because like this is around the same time that people that are fascists were trying to enter in a lot of different political like yes. subcultures, whether it be like the punk scene and industrial music, um, including like the the occult it's scene. What fascists like, just, do because that that is like their primary means, right? Like they they try to like they are an aesthetic driven movement. They try to co opt any aesthetic and use it for their own gains, and to 
to kind of overlook the anarchist origins of this thing just because fascists tried to co-opt it at some point i think it's very silly well, because then like what are you gonna throw away all punk music like come on or, this- or even like cro- or even like crosses like a yeah. lot of fascists still use variations of christian crosses that still have essentially political christian meanings that i'd probably still assume that the majority of religious fascists do lean on some kind of Christianity. And to the extent that there's neo-pagans involved, there's sort of a minority. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride in the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender-inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit-tested for all-day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com, that's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. L-A-S-I-K. LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K. LASIK.com. There's a couple of things that this is like. One of them would be kind of in the United States fascist co-option of of the the flag of the United States, which we can talk a lot about, like the fact that the United States is an imperialist power um, and the genocides done on under that flag without while still acknowledging that attempts by fascist movements to co-opt it as a purely fascist symbol are problematic in part because that symbol, the United States flag, has a lot of power to a lot of people. And so if you if the fascists kind of co-opt it totally, um, that's a harmful thing. That's a thing that can like allow them to get their brain worms into more people, which doesn't like, mean like you should take and wave the US flag, but it does mean that like it, it, it's just a matter of don't you don't have to let them take the ground, you know? Um and I, I think on a kind of a different angle, one of the things I think about a lot is uh, the first time I went to India, seeing, especially in a lar- large parts of India, you'll see swastikas hanging over the doors of many, many houses all over the place. You'll see them hanging from cars. You'll see they're, they're constant things. And it's only unsettling if you 
have allowed yourself to forget that the swastika is a symbol that the Nazis stole from another culture, co-opted and invested with a new meaning. Um, you should see Japan. Yeah, you should, yeah, and and why should people in uh, uh, other parts of the world who have been using it for a totally different purpose for thousands of years, why should they be like, well, I guess we don't get this now. <laughs> also, like, or like it. also, it's like in India has had to deal with their own fascists yeah. as well. Yes. Like, well, yes. Like- <laughs> and, and, and there's, I mean, again, we're, we're, we're delving into a lot of very deep topics because there's a lot to be said about how the fact that the Nazis took the swastika led to degrees of sympathy within areas of Indian culture that allowed some fascist ideology to creep in. And like, that's also tied to the fact that both the Nazis and a lot of Indian nationalists were fighting against the British Empire. It's all very complicated, right? So we don't need to. The, the guys, guys like V.D. Savarkar, did, who were founders of the Hinduva mm-hmm. movement, yeah. did openly praise Hitler. And oh, yeah, yeah. It's kind of easy for some people to think of it as entirely motivated by religion, but his whole concept of nationhood is entirely racial. Yeah, it says himself that it has nothing to do with religion. So, yeah, and it's 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 one of those things. If you actually want to understand things and engage with them in a useful area, you have to understand that history and grapple with it without like looking at a twenty five hundred year old Hindu temple and going, well, I guess they were Nazis. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag problematic. Yeah. Uh, the, The last thing I actually want to talk about is how. How how the kind of debate around symbols and use of symbols has just kind of morphed into just fast jacketing anarchists in general mm-hmm. and worrying about like, oh, the fascists are secretly infiltrating the anarchists and they're going to turn anarchists into fascists, which is pretty silly because, I mean, if you're going to if you're going to turn anyone into fascists, I think anarchists are one of the hardest people to do to do that too there's is, this, this is a lot of other people it's way easier to convince to become fascists than although when are, anarchists go fascist they tend is, to go fascist pretty hard well <laughs> yeah. yeah but it's it, the, the, the type of like fear mongering mm-hmm. around it is still it's really frustrating because like i'm looking at yes. all these I'm, I'm, I'm looking at all these tankies like fast jacketing anarchists for using us for using a symbol created by anarchists which has been used by anarchists for decades right um but then you also have like tanky superstar Caleb Malpin regularly hanging out uh. with like like Malpin regularly hangs out with Dugan. Um and then you have someone who's like another like pretty like popular like like tanky influencer uh, like uh, Ben Norton who openly uses du- Dugan's multipolar theory, right? And so if if and if if you're looking for the most visible example of fascist and nationalist rhetoric trying to enter into leftism, you should look at like the growing like patriotic communists, you know, people oh, like, f- People like I Peter believe Coffin. it's referred to as like patriotic socialists, but yeah, yeah. But yeah, the idea is basically the same. But yeah, it's like people like Peter Coffin and this like growing like patriot communist socialist kind of live streamer grift, um, which is like because like the easiest entry on the left for fascism is in forms of nationalist authoritarian communism, right? It's like you know that 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 is, that is how you get like national socialism, right? It's uh, so, like they just had this like super cringy uh, Nazbill convention just a few weeks ago with, uh, with some of the best moments on Twitter <laughs> up until Will Smith slapped that guy. Yeah, but like you know, you have you have like Coffin and Malpin hanging out, and like Malpin regularly hang, regularly hangs out with Dugan. Like, so, like if you're gonna if you if you want to be watching out for like a fascist creep, maybe you should direct it towards the people just like doing it out in the open and not fast jacketing like queer anarchists who have been doing the thing that they've been doing for like decades. 
I guess one of the last things I will mention is uh, the the hilarious incidents with the Sith Empire thing of people just fully yeah. of like yes. fully getting consumed by their own brainworms and trying to insist that a Star Wars symbol uh, is secretly a fascist chaos star, um, and then doing the same thing to the Warhammer symbol. Um, it is yeah. Which, it is I, I, in in. I mean, it, it's funny because like in. Star Wars, it is a fascist symbol, right? That is, that's not a yeah. fascist symbol in the real world, but it is within the world of, of Star Wars. That but is absolutely a fascist but symbol. But it's also, it's also not a chaos star. It's not a chaos star. Uh, and in Warhammer, it is a chaos star, but it's not a fascist symbol. It's actually an anti-fascist symbol within the world you of could, Warhammer. You can basically argue that, yeah. Yeah. Because it is, it is just frustrating looking at all these people being like trying to play, trying to play the Where's Waldo game just to all like dunk on anarchists. And mm -hmm. it's, it just kind of shows a fundamental misunderstanding of the history of anarchist culture um, and the history of like anti-fascist anarchists. You know, most of the anti-fascists that I know use the chaos star because it's a because it's a red symbol it looks mm -hmm. rad it mm -hmm. looks cool um and yeah trying to like in insisting that we must cede this ground and let fascists use anything that they think is aesthetically cool i think is uh is a first of all like a losing battle to actually just like to just to just to to to, to start that now i think is uh yeah. would have some pretty bad implications for fascism and its use of aesthetics you don't have to give them things just because they want to take those things it makes sense that you would see like tankies do it because then if you're a tanky, you could basically get into a position where you can basically discard all sorts of symbolisms and just replace everything with like old like Soviet symbology or something. Which is which is obviously not tied to any atrocities that have happened. <laughs> no. Right. Uh, oh, 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 incidentally, don't ever tell them about Georgia. Yeah, don't don't tell them about Georgia, Kazakhstan, Ukraine. Ukraine. <laughs> that giant lake that was like the largest lake in Europe that they turned into a pile of poison. You know, don't mention a few things. And Tr Trotsky would be proud considering he wanted to turn mountains into like city structure. I mean that that actually is one of the things I think Trotsky was on the right ball about more Minas oh Tiriths, more God. Minas Tiriths. Let's Tirith oh, up it. some mountains. <laughs> so, any 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 final thoughts on our lovely circular uh, chaos chaos star? I'm thinking uh, I'm thinking of a, a quote from like uh, what was his name? Uh, Pablo Freire. I hope I've gotten that name right. Yeah, a, a quote I've seen going around that I think it was around something to the effect of. When the point of education isn't liberation, the goal is to become the oppressor. Um, you could sort of usually that quote is like relevant to like the material processes of like being inculcated into a capitalist system. So, so, so you can kind of make the most sense of it as basically like you are educated to become a boss instead of wanting to abolish all bosses. But on a, but on a, but on a micro level, you can sort of apply it. To the, to the ways in which people, even in like radical spaces, sort of so sort of become like self-styled cops, as it were. That I think is a phenomenon that a lot of the anarcho-nihilist tendency sort of responds to. Anyway, this is coming from a perspective that is sort of flirtatious towards anarcho-nihilism, but not necessarily. But it's like you could a lot of the interactions with like with like certain people demonstrate that. 
there are some instances of it where I think I can't quite tell if it's Poe or not. Um, somebody, I saw somebody posted like a photo of themselves with like a like a jacket, and they had like the upside down cross and the inverted pentagram on board, and somebody, someone, somebody with like basically no followers who somehow blew somehow blew up when they posted that photo next to like a Nazi uniform to try and compare the, the inverted cross to a swastika or, or no, not if not a swastika, then like maybe some other part of the jacket and the, the pentagram to like the armband or something like yeah, that. Yeah. 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 And I to think this day, I'm still not sure if that was entirely serious. That's See, that's, that, that's the thing is like, we have to be careful. Like I, I don't like anarchist infighting. It's rarely useful. Um, and we have to be make, make sure to be watchful for like how much of it is just people trolling or people trying to prompt infighting just for the sake of infighting. Right. So if, if like, I tried for a long time to not engage in this debate because I don't like talking about this. Like I, I, I don't like infighting with anarchists. I, I don't like, I don't like having these types of debates. So hopefully the next time this debate starts, we don't need to because we can just we can just point to how this last one went and say, no, look, we clearly demonstrated that this is a this has a long history of use by anarchists and it was in, in, invented by anarchists and not start not start not, and not start the debate again because. We we don't we we don't need to do it, and there's no telling if people are doing it sincerely, or people doing it ironically, or people just doing it just to get you know people upset. Um, and I mean, like, if you want to look at anarchists and look at okay, I where where is right wing people, where is fascists trying to kind of blend in with anarchists? Like, look at like Boogs, right? Look at NCAPs, right? These people who try to claim to be anarchists are very bad at actually blending in because they can't help themselves when they start talking about like the validity of anarcho-capitalism or the validity of like small nation states. Like it's it is it is it is hard. It's hard to actually infiltrate anarchists. This is the thing that the FBI has said multiple multiple times. It's hard to actually do. So whenever fascists try to blend in, whether they're Boogaloo boys, they can't help but use their old like Boogaloo symbols. They can't help but just like like give hints. It is it it, it is astonishing how how bad they are at this thing. So they're also bad at like the protection that they claim to offer. Like there was a there was an article yeah. from like last year going over. Oh, going over. Well, part of it mentioned that they were basically at this like purported protest that they were supposed to offer protection from, and most and most of what they did was get drunk and like piss on the sidewalks. The, the yeah. Boogaloo boys I've seen at actual protests who are like with like with like cops attacking protesters. The Boogaloo boys are the first ones to run because they're cowards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right. Well. I guess uh, where can where can people uh, yeah. Black Ram, where can people find you online and where can people uh, read your uh, read your article uh, Chaos Nihilism and the Way of No Surrender? WordPress, basically. Um, I could I call the site a left heretical domain, but the, the but the link goes like my thoughts born from fire wordpress I actually try I, I actually tried changing the URL once I changed it to a left heretical domain. I think in 2013-14, but I figured that. Doing so would fuck up all of the stats and whatever, so I just didn't bother. Well, thank thank you so much for kind of writing the, what I would say probably the most definitive stance on this debate at the moment, which we can always point point back to whenever this uh, inevitably m- comes up again in like a year or two. Because it's gonna I, come I, up I've, again. I've like, seen it. I've seen it come up like every every few years. You see it. So thank you, thank you for that, and thank you for coming on. Um, 
yeah, if you want to follow follow us, you can do it at the thing. You know the thing. You know Twitter the thing. And, Twitter and Instagram at Happen Here Pod and Cool Zone Media. You can look at my unhinged chaos tweets at Hungry Bowtie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, 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 nothing is true and everything's permitted. Mm-hmm. Also, at Ascotinus is where I go to like sort of ramble about politics and occasionally the occult and other things. We do, we do, we do love a good, we do love a good ramble. All right, that 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 does it for us today. Uh, fuck fascists, Nazi punks, fuck off, etc., etc., etc. It could happen here as a production of Cool Zone Media. For more podcasts from Cool Zone Media, visit our website, coolzonemedia.com, or check us out on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find sources for It Could Happen Here updated monthly at coolzonemedia.com slash sources. Thanks for listening. Happy Pride from Tomboy X, celebrating pride in the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender-inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit-tested for all-day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.